Hi, my loves, icebreaker time. Would you rather work a nine to five job that pays well, but you absolutely hate knowing you could never pursue your passions? Or quit your job to pursue what you're truly passionate about, not knowing if you'll succeed or not? On the show, Take It From, the podcast for you and me with your host, M. These are just the tip of the iceberg questions that help us get to know the co-host for that episode, while allowing a safe environment for them to talk about things that don't always make us live, laugh, love. Along the way, we'll break out the liquid courage and get deep while having our fair share of laughs throughout the process. Now sit back and enjoy the segment, and don't be surprised by who or what kind of advice you'll take from today. Hi, my loves. Welcome or welcome back to Take It From, the podcast for you and me with your host, M. We've got a really good episode, you guys. Um, we are going to be talking about anxiety. Um, so this episode, it hasn't doesn't have a title yet, but I'm, I'm still thinking of a good title because I really want this to be a good one for you. Um, but we've got another co-host today, my brother, Jer. Jeremy. We call him Jeremy but sometimes Jer, when he's on our good side. Um, And he's going to be talking about his experience with anxiety. And I think it's really important to talk about this um, in a male perspective because I feel like when it comes to anxiety, people only think that women get it. Right. And that's just not the case. So, Jeremy, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself before we get onto the topic. Well, uh, I appreciate you having me, actually. Uh, I'm glad we were able to finally set this up, you know. But um, <laughs> for one, first and foremost, I do want to say how proud I am of you so far with these episodes I've been able to, you know, listen to. So, hope everybody has a time to tune in. There's a, a few, for Take It From, there's more episodes. Um, but uh, my name is Jeremy. I'm currently 24 years old. Um, I'm a recent graduate of uh, University of North Texas. Okay. Uh, go Mean Green. Okay. Yes, and um, I'm currently working at a finance firm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we won't have to go too into oh, specifics of that, <laughs> of that, but I work currently at a finance firm. So yeah, I found myself into the finance realm as of late. That is, and I think once we get into the topic, I'm gonna ask you how you got into that because okay. you mentioned graduating from UNT but your degree itself is, is not even close to what you're doing now so we'll talk about that here in just a second right. um, but as you guys know we like to do a little bit of an icebreaker prior to so of course the deck of cards the end and since this is my brother we are using the family edition so we both got some cards or we got a Dude. card for one another yeah do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Uh, I can go. Yeah, I'll, I'll reveal my card. That's, okay, that's go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Age before beauty. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> like young age. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I drew one, which I think a lot of people can resonate with. What's one thing you used to love to do as a kid that you no longer do and why? Okay. So... One thing I used to love to do as a kid, and it's interesting because this year, actually, I've been doing more things I used to do uh, when I was younger, so it's hard to say that I'm not doing it now, but Mm -hmm. just 
we used to be outside a lot more. We did. And not just outside as in like going to, I mean, when we were younger, we couldn't go to bars. But just now like we go to bars and it's like, oh, I want to go to a nice patio and just like get a nice little cocktail and so on and so forth. But just going outside and having a picnic and sometimes just sitting outside and reading a book is so fulfilling because we used to have a trampoline when we were younger and I used to love just like sunbathing on the trampoline yeah like when you're tired you just like you sleep on there and you know you get a nice like get that vitamin is it C or D which one is it vitamin Vitamin D, right? Yeah, vitamin D. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, Sunny D, vitamin yeah, D. Okay. I think so, yeah. And I used to love, love, love doing that. And I wish I had a trampoline, but literally I live in an apartment, 700 square feet. And I don't even have a balcony. So you've got to pick and choose what you can and cannot do. This is true. This is true. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So then that was a good one. I really love that one. Um, but yeah, now that I have a dog, it's made it more accessible for me to be outside. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you for asking that one. Okay. Absolutely. Your question. Yeah, for sure. Um, is going to be, um, so what's not healthy about my relationship to money? And <laughs> answer this correctly or I will slander your name. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> um, I mean, if, if I'm, I'm going to be honest in the sense of, I know. Well, I I think you you've you've grown a lot with um, how you viewed money, and because I think early on, I think you were very nonchalant about how you know an entire like a budget for your life really was. You know, like sure. You, I I would also often see you because when we were in college, probably around the same time, like both going uh, to college. You know, you'd be like, oh, I'm I'm just gonna randomly treat myself. And I actually started adopting that too, and then I watched my bank account just dwindle down like yeah, significantly faster. I didn't but, say it was a smart idea. <laughs> well, well, I didn't know that that's where you were coming at it from that angle, and I said, "Wow, I really had to pull back from that." But I saw you be, uh, I just early on just very lax with the the you know the manner in which that you know, all right, I'm going to spend this now because like I have it now. When in reality, like you know, maybe in a few days or so you kind of took a hit and so um that's i think that's where your relationship started with money i've definitely seen it specifically like just over the years grow can i explain why it was like that though yeah my wife so it was like that because you know you mentioned while we were going to school and we were going to college and stuff stuff (laughs) yeah it was no it was one of those things that I didn't have an idea of what I, I wanted my future to look like. I was mm-hmm. just kind of going through the motions of school yeah. because I felt like that's what I was told to do. Now, well, who told you that? Our parents. Okay, yeah. Society. Right. You know, they tell you sure. as soon as you get out of high school, right. you go to college, get a degree, and then get into the, a career that you want to be in. Right. That's a joke. And <laughs> and we'll talk about that in, on our topic. But right. I feel like because I didn't have an idea, there wasn't a vision set in mind. I was like, well, if I'm saving, what am I saving for? What's the point of me saving? I agree. <laughs> um, if I don't even believe in what I'm doing now is going to get me to where I want to be because I don't know where I want to be. Um, so I was like, I'm going to treat myself and then some. And right then I'm going to reap the precaution- repercussions of it later on. Right. It's like ducks 
in the pond yeah. you see them they're chilling and killing yeah but then you look in the water and they're like panicking yeah they're <laughs> paddling like yeah. crazy um and that's kind of like the mindset i had is like i will think i'll panic about this later i will paddle my way out of it but right now i just want to enjoy the sunlight i just want to enjoy being in the water simpler things like exactly. early on yeah and i agree and i think it helps uh you know it helps having a certain level of that sometimes because you know you can always be pragmatic but it's like it's also money it's like you're you're technically supposed to enjoy it a little bit you know exactly. you know you shouldn't you know and i there's also this mentality as well that well at least for me especially because i'm when it comes to money i i know i have a, a really good job and even when i didn't have a good job i was never um i was very gracious with my money when it came to like when people needed it right. so I would give and I mean maybe back then I was like okay well I need the money back because I was broke right. but now I'm like when I give it's like I don't expect it back I'm giving it with like basically like a closed mind that I will never get this back right because I can always make more of it that's that's kind of the mentality I took with um, gift giving because yeah. you know how I'm like I get y'all presents every year oh I know I love it so but like I, I genuinely like that's something that goes through my mind like throughout the whole year yeah that I'm constantly thinking about and so by the time I get towards the end of the year luckily, luckily this year with my new job I was able to actually execute everything I actually wanted yeah. and it was and thanks for the chair by the way I was <laughs> I was I remember everyone were making fun of me because of my chair I know my well, work chair I was more concerned for your back I just wanted Goodbye. to make sure you're, you're okay I was you know? hurt we don't need though. chiropractic bills out here. That's you know? fair. This is <laughs> right. like a longevity, like future. Exactly. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, and so I think I took that in that sense because, like, I don't know, I, people don't necessarily always come to me for money like that because mm -hmm. I'm very, I'll be honest, I'm very, like, strict when it comes to that standard. But I've, I've had to be in that sense just because of, in the past, I've um, had promises, same as you, like, somebody saying, hey, like, I'll pay you back for this. But then, like, I said, you know what, like, just don't give out money that you're not willing to lose in that moment. If that if no is what you're saying, then be firm with that. Just say no. Absolutely. Like, you know? And so. If that, you don't got it, you don't got it. Exactly. And it, it matter of like, and so that's why, but I make it up for gift giving, you know, it's, and things of that nature. So it's like, if I know somebody real well, I'm like, you know what, he actually, he or she actually like needs this. Mm -hmm. They're not going to expect me to buy this for them. Yeah. And like, that's the reaction I love getting from them. I'm like, oh, yeah, he didn't lend me the money the other day, but like, I really needed this. Yeah. So it helped me out. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, well, because I, I want to see people come up. Like, I want to help. But yeah. just, you know, directly sometimes it doesn't have to involve, you know, just, you know, let me hold 150. I'm like, 150. <laughs> <laughs> but so you're saying that if someone were to ask you for 150, you would be like, uh, I don't see the need for to give you 150. But if you were to find something that they needed, like a household item or like something that they wanted that was that cost 150, that would mean more to you? Or do you think it'd mean more to them? For me, I'm like, what do you what's the 154 like realistically you know because if you're saying like oh i need this for my place i'll buy that for you like i i would rather knowing like see that that you're just gonna buy like that you think item gonna use your money to buy the things that they said that they were going to i i, I don't know it's it's more so in the sense of like um because for me when i can directly see it and like i can attach like okay yeah i got you this like yeah, it's, it's understandably so. But somebody saying like one fifty, I need to make rent. I'm like, all right, here, here you go. Mm -hmm. Like it's fine. Like it's yeah. it's your rent. 
you know, and I don't want to, I don't want to see you on the street because for you know for me as of right now I don't have that fiscal responsibility yeah. of having to pay that, that rent yet, of course. But it's one of those it's one of those where I'm I'm kind of like I've had you know friends ask like, hey, um, is it cool if I hold this fifty and like hold this fifty? I'm like <laughs> for what? But like <laughs> what you're the way you're coming at it already. It's just I see no good up to no good yeah. and i'm not funding people's vices that's yeah. my thing i'm like listen you gotta fix you gotta deal with or something that's that's your that's your own uh business and so i don't feel the need to have to fund that and i should i was like nor should i have to especially if it's coming to a point where you're having to go out of your way to yeah. ask people to do whatever it is you're doing absolutely yeah. if it's if it's something where it's like oh well i saw you buy a playstation 5 why are you asking me for a hundred dollars on this thing? You know, it's like right. you, if you saw that, if you knew that you had a, a bill coming up or something like that, oh, babe, so why are you buying PlayStation Five? Right, like let's be pragmatic about it. And I mean, hey, some people can can be like that, and some people can't. And like I, I've always just erred on the side of caution, and the sense of even though I have been able to live the way I have, doesn't mean that I should be accustomed to always a being like this because when I am on my own or when that does change like I know that that's gonna fall on me absolutely you know so don't build these bad habits now mm-hmm. and look at, and just go ahead and live in a manner in which that you know you can sustain yeah but you know like oftentimes like yeah I play video games but I can count how many video games a year I would buy and yeah. a lot of the times it's maybe one and some years it's zero well video games are so expensive now these days right but like I finally have a what is it Xbox is that what I have yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you at least do that. <laughs> no, I so just to be part of the family circle because everyone was. Um, We've been waiting on you, man. We, goodbye. We, <laughs> After the first time I played Fortnite with you guys, I was traumatized. Wrong. How? Um, <laughs> I couldn't move. I, it, I was trying to get out of the truck it, and I could not. The move. screen literally tells you Yo, how to get in and it's out of things. It's not the same. I know, but it Nothing actually is the same. I. I I don't know. From what I saw, I have video evidence. This was streamed that night. That was not streamed. <laughs> I was. I wasn't streamed. No, it wasn't streamed. Yeah. How do you I, know? Because I remember you saying like after you're like because oh, yeah. we won that one. Oh yeah, still, we did. We did. Even though like I very much died. Yeah. In the fog. Yeah, you just didn't move. I didn't. <laughs> I couldn't move. You could. There, there's no way. I you could actually move. could have. There. <laughs> agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I got this. Um, device this stream was a streaming device playstation it's not a really a streaming device it's really just a gaming gaming console. gaming console so yeah. i got this so i could be part of um you guys gaming because i felt right. I, I felt left out y'all left me out um but then i realized once i got it i was like this isn't what how i want to connect with my family <laughs> this isn't what i want to do with my siblings so you realize that after the fact that we went out that day at walmart to just get you a whole microphone did you ever even Wait, buy that piece i haven't even bought the piece and you're killing me i know can i just get it for you then at this point i mean if we it's are like, talking about you being it's 20, gift giving, it's 20 bucks is it it's if that <laughs> Um, send, yeah, send, me, send me the link to the piece. I'll just go ahead and order it for you. Because you know, that means I actually have to. 
Play, okay. yeah. Okay, okay, like, that's fine. Well, it's because summer's coming up. What are you going to be doing? What am I going to be doing? I, I know you're going to be doing this, but I'm just saying, like, summer's coming up and, like... You're saying, like, I don't have a social life? No, when <laughs> we have some downtime and, you know, we're all going back to our places and stuff and, like... We have like a really cool, fun rotation, and those those are the times I love to stream because everyone's watching. Because like we're to the point now, we just have people waiting on the side just to like run fives, or we have like six in one lobby, and like two people rotate out every time, and it's a new team, and it's kind of actually cool watching it sometimes, and you don't really get bored, and I just watch how everyone's playing. I'm like, why do they do that? And I'm just like, all right, well I guess it wins, you know, and everyone's all like, oh Jeremy's the stickler. Oh, Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy, you're actually the worst at it. Oh, what do you mean? You're the worst at it. I will literally, I remember seeing you already, like the fog was coming. I was like, oh my God, you guys help. And you were already thousands of feet away. No, I was uh, preemptive when it comes to the storm. Okay. Oh. You know what? We've hit our 15 minutes. Let's go on a break. <laughs> right. And then, because we could talk about this. Forever. Yeah, I would, I would, but I really would appreciate uh, gaming with you more during, during the summer because I think it's yeah, another guys. way to, you know, just be cathartic and uh, yeah. grow, you know, our friendship, you know, and our relationship as well. Family, you, know? you guys can keep me accountable as the listeners. Um, after this <laughs> episode airs, you guys can ask me if I've put my best foot forward in actually gaming with you guys and I will be very honest. I bet you some people will actually tell you you should probably game with us more because I know the people who are watching this and they oh, want you to play. Okay, <laughs> right. anyways. Um, I think someone is... I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm getting a call. No, um, okay, so we're going to go on a quick break and then once we get back, awesome. we're going to go ahead and get into the topic of anxiety. Like I said, I don't know the title of the episode yet, but we will figure it out be back you guys awesome all right my loves now is the perfect time to refill your wine glasses restock that shikuchi board or finally take that load of laundry out the dryer during this break while you're doing that we would like to take the time to show appreciation to the app anchor for making it so easy to upload each episode to apple and spotify with just a couple of clicks for free as a new podcast it has taken immense stress off our shoulders which allows us to do what we love most consistently show up for you guys now with that being said let's get back to the episode all right my loves welcome back from the break we back <laughs> okay so before we went on break i had asked you or i you know we talked about right um you having a degree that you are not using which a lot of people these days that's it's, like it's norm, yeah it, it's it's not uncommon yeah. and i would say not using for the time being because mm -hmm. you never know um that's the good part of a degree but um yes so i guess school was a grueling i was it took me five years which i uh, just there's nothing wrong with What's the degree um i got i have a criminal justice degree Okay. Yes, and with it's a like minor in SVU. political science. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You're the lawyer from SVU when they call. Oh, lordy, yeah. Um, there's a lot of dramatization when it comes to my degree, but majority of the people that get the degree end up being police officers, and I was like, nah, I'm good on that. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Um, but, I mean, hey, we don't have to get into right. that subject. But <laughs> I just know it, 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 it intrigued me for the longest time because, for me, I processed 
the law uh, very differently in the sense of when I was younger, it actually scared me, which is why I actually decided to get the degree because I said, well, why am I going to let this, you know, like fear of not knowing the laws and rules and regulations and things of that nature keep me from, you know, um, just living like a normal life. So I just said, just study that. And so that's what thrusted me into, you know, just pursuing it, I guess, for the next five years. And then, you know, you want to hear something funny? I remember wanting to be a lawyer when I was younger. Oh, yeah. so I was like, oh my gosh, the injustice that's going around and people. And I was, I was very young. I was already seeing it. How, how old was this? Shoot. I want to say like eight, nine. Oh, I was wow. Like, this is early. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I want to be a lawyer. And then I remember this one time we were coming back from the water park. We were coming back from some interaction with the family. Right. And I was talking to dad and I was like, dad, dad, this. And I was like explaining to him something. And I had a stutter, you know, when I was younger. You did. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> All disabilities matter. <laughs> Listen, hey, no, no, no shame, no discrimination. Right. And as I was stuttering, of course, yeah, you know, so right, right. we clearly still, you But know. yeah, so I had a stutter and then my dad immediately snapped and he goes, Meryl or M, <laughs> whatever you guys at this point, you've already know my name. So he was like, Meryl. Think about what you're going to say before you say it. And that's, that sounds exactly like our dad, actually. And, and I was thing. like, I don't think I'm cut out for this. Because <laughs> that ruined me for, like, actually to this day. That's all it took? That's all it took. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, all it that's, took. that's early, though. Yeah. yeah. You know, my sponge brain was like, I can't do this. Right. I mean, I, I moot court trained that out of me. Yeah. Like, I got the experience. You, did. you went of, to, where'd you go? So they sent me two places. I went, I was able to go to Louisiana um, in Lafayette, I believe. And then I was sent to Albany, New York. So what do you do with Mood Court? Mood, or what did you do? Mood Court was basically advocacy law, um, specifically pertaining to um, the amendments. So we would have a case, yeah, the Bill of Rights essentially, um, you'd have a case and you'd have to uh, prepare a petitioner side and a oof, man I'm losing oh, this has been, it's been some time <laughs> been some basically time. you had two different arguments for and against yeah. and so the moment and so you didn't know what you were presenting until like you got into the room mm-hmm. for these competitions and that's what you ended up uh, presenting to the actual judges were who were attorneys practicing and like actual judges that were still currently practicing Mm -hmm. or just some volunteers that were at school it really just depended on how big the school was funded albany was super cool like i think that was the best experience for me however like the anxiety levels were through the roof and you could feel it the moment every kid would step into like the law schools that we would be going to so it was it was definitely an experience and i got to hone in on you know speaking eloquently, making a sound argument. And even though for a case, it's it's not even real. Like none of this actually happened. The only thing that are real are the actual cases um, that we're using to cite, like um, case law for like, I think one of them was like Missouri versus McNeely. The only reason why I know that is because I cited it so many times in my case. And like, I would literally dream about that case. And I was like, oh, this is weird. This is like, it doesn't need to be. And then, like, Cats versus the United States, different court cases and things of that nature that helped you 
make the argument? I think the the biggest thing that I wanted to kind of outline is because everyone's going to have anxiety, right? Right, right. So the biggest thing about anxiety is good anxiety and bad anxiety. Like mm-hmm. realistic anxiety mm-hmm. and unrealistic anxiety is, is I, I guess you would have to, you know, differentiate the two. For sure. Because what you're going through very much you should have anxiety this is like the first time you're presenting this to a bunch of people your age and even kind of older oh yeah i would and and it's good it's a first i I was a first timer too exactly there were a lot of people they had you know they had been on the team for years because you know they started at you know the universities and you can you you can uh, do it your freshman year however i went to community college routes i of course didn't have that option but i remember you telling me that when you were talking to some of the people they would be like oh where are you from and they're like columbia brown harvard (laughs) (laughs) and you're like all right i'm just gonna shut my mouth (laughs) i actually lied i did (laughs) i did i did i said that i went to a&m i don't know why i claimed a&m that was a straight fib i was the furthest thing from a&m actually that's I said originally that I was from A&M, but then I said I was transferring to UNT, but that for some crazy. reason... There wasn't anyone from A&M there? No. That would No, so there was UCLA, UPenn, and there was like, um, there was a, UCA, a UCLA girl to USC, and, but that was for the, the, the visit when I went to go visit the law school, which mm-hmm. was still also nerve-wracking, yeah. and I had a... I, I had a very high anxiety moment on that trip as well, yeah. actually. And it's something new. And I think we have to understand when it comes to anxiety that it's our normal body's defense mechanism to get us out of a situation. I mean, we used to, I mean, let's go back to like the cavemen days, right? Right. We have anxiety. Our body is trying to tell us you are in danger. Because either you're hunting or there's something around you. Right, or don't go next to that spider because it will kill kill you. you, (laughs) And I'm still firmly believe that that's the case. Yeah, he's got. Was it? Arachnophobia. Arachnophobia. (laughs) I was going to say necrophilia. That is not at all (laughs) what that is. And after this, I need you to Google that so you don't differentiate the two because there's a very distinct difference. It's like the title of this is My Brother Has Necrophilia. No, that click should bait. never have to be the title. No, don't clickbait me, all right? This isn't dope brick. Okay. Oh okay, but yeah, so, um, so yeah, like cavemen people like back in the day like you know you know our ancestors right they used to have anxiety because it got them out of situations to keep them safe yeah now in this situation we aren't you know hunting for our food anymore but we still have that level of anxiety and it's new it's something that is unknown and that's the biggest thing is well i wouldn't say it's unknown like i I, well, I'm I saying, play, like, right. the reason why you got anxiety was because it was just something unknown for you. You hadn't been in that level of environment, in that stressful level of environment. Oh, for sure. And it gave you anxiety. So you fought through it. I think that's, like, I want to say healthy, is it realistic anxiety? Yeah, no, it, it was. Like, I think... I never had, because I played sports. Right. Like, and I, you, you, you know me. I, I played sports very diligently. I took it very seriously. Yes. But there was a level of anxiety to that that I, 
I brought onto myself, but like personally, but it never got to a point where I would physically start showing my yeah. stresses out. And that's what was started to concern me, you know, because when I went on that trip with dad to visit the law school, you know, I was very um, anxious and high anxiety because I didn't tell that this to dad, but the tour wasn't actually scheduled. So we flew out there. Are you serious? Yes, it wasn't scheduled at all. So I was just told to just tell my from my professor, who was my ment- who was my mentor. She was just like, just tell them you know me, and they'll let you tour. And I was like, has that ever actually even worked? Like I've only seen that done in movies. Like oh, I know this person, so you're going to let me in. Yeah. And so I my anxiety levels through. Mind you, it was my birthday, and I hardly even like enjoyed uh, like. Like, you know, having my first birthday, so I was able to have a drink with, you know, dad the night before. But I woke up that morning and I was just like, oh my gosh, like, we're going to get there. And there's going to be like, you can't go. And dad's going to be like, why the heck are we here? And I'll be like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) And so that's going through me. And then also the fact of like, do I even belong here? Mm. And that doubt never crept into my mind until that moment because it was like, what do you mean? What do you don't you don't belong here? You bought the ticket. You got here. You showed up. You're in the clothes. You got everything. You, you know everything you need. And so, from an outside looking in, you look like you belong. But on the inside, on the inside, I'm literally panicking. Like, I feel like a a, a, ch- a little boy who's just in the corner trying to convince himself like it's okay. When in reality, it's like I'm freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but I was like, man, like, what is that? And so that was the first instance where I really started to see like kind of uh uh, like battling with my anxiety like kind of taking over and like kind of shutting me down like physically to the point where my dad's like hey are you good to even do this right now man like are you sure and i was like no we have to see this through like i came out here and exactly what she said exactly what happened i told them my name i get to the desk and she's like you we actually don't have you on the list and i was like well, um, so-and-so actually sent me from here, and she's from Elliot class of, like, 90-whatever. And then she's like, what year was the class? And she looks it up, and I see, like, a, a blatant... I didn't see her scream, but I see just, like, a shock to her that comes to her face where she's like, oh. She's like, yeah, we can go ahead and add you on the list today. And what? I was like, what just happened? I'm sorry, was she, like, the president? I did don't she, know. She Did she have something on she, someone? <laughs> This is not <laughs> Scandal, nor is it House of Cards, okay? Oh, I haven't watched House of Cards. It's Scandal for sure. No, yeah, Scandal. Yeah, no. There's no Scandal or anything like that. But apparently, I guess she was important enough or she's maybe uh, very How is she doing, by the way? Is she doing alumni? good? Yeah, I've, I've checked in with her recently. She's okay, she's good. doing well. I remember you mentioned that she was a little sick. Um, and she's, she's better. Okay, she's good. better. And good. so I'm, I'm glad that she's doing that and she's she's well but yeah without her i was not gonna be on that uh tour and i get there and i sit down and i'm like oh my gosh i got in everyone's like oh where are you from she's like oh you pen you see i was a ucla and i'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> at that point what was it unt that you were you were at or I, were you base, at? i was gonna be at unt that fall Oh, and so you're coming from TCC. Yes. Okay. Like Tarrant County. Yes. Tarrant County College. <laughs> pretty much making that transition. And so they're not going to know what Tarrant County College is all the way up in, you know, where we're up north, of course. We're in Washington, D.C. Um, but and then the kid next to me looks at me and I'm like, um, I'm going to UNT this fall. They're like, UNT? Oh, my gosh. You guys' moot court team is really good. And I was like, 
yeah, I'm actually trying out for that, like, next, uh, this fall here. They're like, oh, well, I hope to see you there. Like, I competed last year for my school, and uh, you guys beat us out. And I was like, oh, well, you know, it's it's tough competition. Like, yeah, I heard it's really tough to get on that team. It's really top 10 toughest teams. I was like, oh, thanks. I'm already freaking out. But please, add on, add fuel to the flame. Do it. And so, yeah, that was like, the first day that that kind of, like, um, took over and then and that's like i said it's a realistic anxiety i I think i don't want to say that anyone going through a level of anxiety isn't realistic like but i feel like let's say for example you have anxiety regarding someone coming in i don't know like do you know what i'm talking about when it comes to unrealistic real anxiety yeah like um having there having a fear there that doesn't necessarily need to be there yeah that's some that's for some things yeah and i think we'll talk about that and when you break into the rest of your your uh your topic here Mm -hmm. um your story i'll kind of let you know what i mean by that but so you did this and you know you got your degree and you were kind of just like what now you know yeah i was kind of in like a lull like a limbo in the sense of i felt like i had worked so hard Mm -hmm. in the in the in the past five years to where i didn't necessarily like i knew what i wanted but of course it didn't happen and so when that didn't happen um which that being me not getting into law school immediately Mm -hmm. because i just figured i would go directly into that i was kind of at a loss for thought i just thought okay well i didn't plan on being done with school right this instance like i I was planning on going right back and like the idea was and just things didn't go my way and um i followed the process as best as i could because you know just you, you do what you can but I kind of got into this lull of like, wow, like, what are you, what are you good for? I actually was actually, you know, asking myself that because it's like, you've been able to just milk the fact that, yeah, you're a student, you make great, good grades in school and be like, all right, well, that's done. So what else you got? You know, I feel, and I, and that is bad because you put a lot of pressure like your identity was basically school and yes becoming a lawyer yes i yeah i i definitively say that that um because i've had that conversation with um someone else actually um but yeah we had i i put so much into that because i i was you know trying to speak it into existence be that and be only that and know that like if i keep my head down it's going to come and it's my time will is, is arriving and when it didn't happen, I was I was thoroughly distraught. I was extremely, um, like anxious of because you know we grew up in the same household and uh, you know I love mom and dad of course uh, as, as much as well you know but like there were certain things of like hey you need to you need to have a plan for yourself that was Absolutely. always something that like you know, have a plan for yourself or have an idea of a direction you're going but for the five years i had that direction i was pursuing it and i got the degree but by the time i was done with that i felt as if people were already expecting so much more from me and i let those pressures pretty much 
almost try and guide me, but almost into a place where I really shouldn't have been. Like, I put myself in that box. Absolutely. That uh, made me feel as if I need to fulfill a, a higher calling or I need to suffer more because of how smart um, I may have seemed in the past five years because I never like to just say that, yeah, I'm smart. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm not an idiot, of course, but it's just more so one of those things of like, I, I prided myself on that, and so when I when I was finally stopped and not able to pursue a school, the, the one thing that I was doing for five years, it was a real a bit of a reality. It was a harsh reality check for me, but it really made me feel as if like everyone slightly looked at me differently. Like, are you as smart as you were really portraying? Like, was this all a facade? Like, did you do all these things for school, like extracurriculars and all that stuff, just for, like, yourself and all that yeah. stuff? Until I finally realized, I said, you know what? What if I did? Like, I had a great time. Yeah. You know, like, I... Well, the mm-hmm. biggest thing about your situation was that you uh, you came out of college without any debt. Yes, that was... Because, like, a lot of people, and that's the stress that they go through, is, like, well, now I'm, I have all this debt behind me, and what next, you know? Right, and that was the number one thing of pursuing a degree, because I said, it can be done. It was difficult at times. I, you, I sacrificed a lot. There was a lot of things I wanted to do in those years that I just told myself, this is not fiscally possible, and... But looking at it now and when I finish, knowing that, like, I don't have some bill waiting for me in six months that's like, hey, uh, it's going to run you about 360 a month on top of whatever you're having to make. It just that level of like that I'd never even had to see. And I had I've seen other friends already having to go through it. They're like, yeah, no, I'm already having to pay back this loan or I'm having to move back in with my parents now, even though I'm like, well, if that was the end goal of you moving back in, why'd you leave in the first place? You could have saved yourself so much. And so, well, some people don't have that. um, I I guess it's a luxury. Don't, they don't have that luxury of their parents saying for certain. Yeah. Like, Hey, I will fund you as you're going through school. Cause I mean, I've, I've had people that, you know, they move, back at home or they're at home and they're also helping out with the bills and everything like that yeah so they have to go to school and everything like that as well um but i'm not saying like your experience is any less as stressful as someone that went through it that way Mm -hmm. but at the same time i think it's really important to know that you were in such a good situation and that now going into um the anxiety level that's unrealistic that was the that was unrealistic right is because you were putting that those pressures on yourself i was and we were trying to support you as best as possible and the only reason why we're like we always remind you is like are you sure you you know you don't want to do this are you sure that you're making the right decisions because you talked about it so passionately before yes and if i'm being honest a lot of the times I would talk to you guys about that before was me trying to convince myself. Yo, I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Only because I know you. You're my brother. Right. I know you. And we are kind of similar. Yeah, we are. I mean, we're We're right next to each other when it comes to the order. Yes, that and we're both Pisces. Right. Um, So when it comes to 
when it comes to having an idea or a thought process or like uh, something that you want to do, you want to do it because you want to do it. Right, right. But it's also like now I have to convince these people that this is a smart idea to do. <laughs> I know, and it's it freaked me out for a long. But I don't. I, I knew, like how I could go about doing it. Like I knew that I'm like this is actually really cool. Like I'd really want to go about doing this. And the the more I thought about it, like there were nights where I couldn't sleep at night because I'm sitting here plotting out exactly how that's going to go or it's going to look or just physically looking at numbers in all different schools. And I would just like freeze in the point where I'm like, how am I going to pull that off? Yeah. You know, but then I'm like, all right, you know what, let's just um, go to bed and, and, you know, something will come up and eventually or, you know, I get lucky or I make the right connection and somebody just decides, hey, this kid's a bright kid, you know, he can fund his future. Yeah, I can, you know, I can fund that. But it really daunted on me as of late because when I have the conversation with dad. Yes. That, like, cleared up. What was the conversation? So much. It was, so I woke up uh, one morning and just, I was out of it and could not, like, physically, like, get my anxiety down. Like, I was almost, almost like my mind was easily going a thousand miles an hour. Like, yeah. I was, like, stressing so much to the point where, like, physically I've, I've never felt, I felt sick. I really did. Yeah. Like, almost as if, like, I had some some kind of bug. And it's weird. I never normally went to dad with those no. issues. Absolutely. But not in a bad way. But it's more so in the sense of, like, I Well, when I don't, we go to our father, it's more of, like, I already have the resolution. It's never, here's my issue. I don't know what to do. Right. And um, I don't like part of me you know is not maybe not healthy but i didn't want my dad to see me as um lesser or somebody or just be disappointed like oh or think think of me as weak or anything like that yeah and i definitely think that's also part of the unrealistic anxiety because you know dad would never think that of you of course because he sat me immediately right down and he's like tell me what is wrong yes like get directly to the point and I told him, I just said, I don't think I can go to law school right now. I don't, I don't think it's healthy for me to try and pursue this as of right now. And I was so afraid of what the next thing he was going to say. But relieved when he finally did because he's just looking at me and he's just like this is why you're like this like (laughs) and so he just said okay (laughs) i said i think just like that (laughs) so i feel like dad after covid post covid (laughs) yes post post covid COVID is like all right life is too short what are we doing here yeah (laughs) and yeah because you know vacation eric is definitely a different oh yeah yeah, a different animal. But no, he really said that. But he, he said it in a sense of like, look what you've done so far. And I hadn't really taken a glance, really oh, back yeah. down memory lane. Because we're always thinking about what we need to do next. For sure. And then you don't realize like the pots of gold that you've left behind because of like from the, all the accomplishments that you've, you've done. Right, 
right. things you accomplished. And he said, you've already done what I wanted pretty much all my kids to do, but they all decided to go about a different way. You went a route that I truly admire because he said, I watched you in your room for six hours, not come out, and then make yourself a sandwich and go right back in there to go to to do homework. For sure. It's not for everyone. And I don't wish that on everyone. He's like, but I watched you prepare um, your moot court arguments and you even prepared in front of me. And I, I saw a different side of you that I was like, I didn't even know he could hone this scale level, mm-hmm. uh, things of that nature. Or I didn't even know, I didn't even look back at, say, like, you know how they have, like, merits list and, like, dean's list and all that stuff? Yeah, you made the dean's list a couple times. Did I? I didn't look back. I made it, like, four or five times. And he was like, you didn't see this? Like, and he's like, that means you got perfect grades, Mm -hmm. you know? And I just said, yeah, I guess. You know, he goes, Jeremy, I hope you didn't do this for me because what you did is phenomenal. He's like, and I want you to know that from here on out, you need to do things for just you because... What you've done so far, I'm proud of you, and I was, I'm was i glad I was able to help you through it. But he's like, but that's, this is your life, and I want you to take back control of that. So if that's what was holding you back from um, any kind of anxieties or pressures because you, you were afraid of what I would have thought, for one, I'm going to tell you two things. He said, you are my son, and you've always made me proud. You've never done anything half-hearted and that's all i can ask for Mm -hmm. and two you are now you now have to live your own life by your own ways because i have to let you be your own man so but by your own man stick with your decisions meaning if this is what you're deciding please do it if that's what's going to help you be better do that for yourself. He's like, because the number one person right now you need to be focusing on is yourself as of right now. He's like, because it wasn't, the, it wasn't a good look. Mm-hmm. Like it, I shouldn't wake up on a on, on a morning like that and feels that. And that's not, uh, it's not like I was ashamed of it. It's just more so the sense of like, why am I letting something like that eat me up? Yeah. To that degree. And then afterwards, you told me that you felt lighter, right? I immediately felt like maybe a hundred pounds just came off my chest yeah. and I could breathe so much easier. And it was just a sigh of relief that I didn't know I needed Absolutely. for so many years. And I think, like I said, it's, it's really important to realize that people that have gone to, and this is a, a study um, from, it looks like it's ngpf.org. Actually, is it finder.com? I don't know. Whichever one. I'll post it somewhere. Um, but Cite your sources. That's <laughs> right. Um, they basically said that of those who said they think that they didn't think college was worth it, 25.5% reported that they were unable to find a job in their field. Right. And then, interestingly enough, 38.6% said that they weren't using their degree in their current profession. And That's a staggering statistic. Yes, and just the fact that 
and this is why this is kind of what's um, stopped me, not stopped me, but just like slowed me down in regards to getting my degree is one, mm -hmm. I don't care to spend this much money on something that I don't necessarily know what I'm wanting to do. Right. And what I'm doing now has nothing to do with what I'm studying for. Um, yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I, I know. And what you're doing now. You right. Know? Exactly. Um, and so, like, I just want people out there to just give themselves some grace um, in realizing that once these jobs are just wanting to see if you've completed something. Like, that bachelor's degree, that associate's degree, that piece of paper is just something that jobs want to see that you've done something. You've completed something from right. beginning it's, to end. It shows a level of consistency because I'm proud of it. Like, today I exactly. really look at it and I. I, I because I know what that piece of paper means to me. I know the hours that I took and what I had to go through to do in order to get that. And I don't know mentally. Like, if you asked me to restart all that today, I, I don't know if I could genuinely do it. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm glad I did it. And it was really it was really great. And I'm super proud of myself. And I think I'm still learning to appreciate that time that I took to do all of that. And it's just so freeing to look back at it then and say, oh, hey, I actually took a class in college and I remember this topic that we talked about. Yes. Like, and I'm in a random conversation. And somehow all of that knowledge is slowly just like randomly comes back to me at times. And so when I hear that, I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I did, I did get a degree. So that's yeah, right? you know, it's nice to know that something stuck. That's right. You know, so. so then um, we're getting to the part of the podcast the episode where we are having you tell the listeners right what they can take from this episode well for starters I would, some advice some advice um personally um i would definitely sit down and i think it's really important to if you're going to be tough on yourself also make the time to acknowledge your successes yes no matter how big and small i constantly thought that anything that's not directly correlated to my degree and getting that getting that done was a complete and utter waste of time when in reality it's those things that i was able to do helped me learn who i was more more so mm -hmm. and so be you can be hard on yourself but also don't lie to yourself yeah be honest with yourself in the sense of if if you're going through this journey and at one point you hit a point where you're contemplating hey is this what i really want to do please stop and take that time for yourself yep. really think about that because the last thing you want to do is just be neck deep into what you thought is what you wanted and a job doesn't get done or things don't go your way and you take a pretty hard fall and plummet because you will recover better from never doing things versus lying to yourself about it trying to do it and then falling completely on your face yeah and you're going to you're going to appreciate you're going to listen to your voice more so than you do others and that's the most important thing, being able to be receptive of what your mind needs and having to actively, constantly check that to ensure that you're going to be okay. Yeah. Because, and, yeah, that's just what it is, you know. So. But I also think it does help talking about what you're going through. 
because I think once like yes it's good to constantly have that mental pulse check with yourself right um but i think it's also good to speak up about it with other people because you really don't know if someone is going through something very very similar than you that can give you peace of mind and like letting you know you're not crazy i agree you having that conversation with dad put you more at ease it was it was the anxiety of like well, what if he thinks that, you know, we did all this for nothing? I agree. And I, yeah, that was my, that was going to be my second point. Mm-hmm. Of make sure you're willing to have this conversation with someone, just anyone to listen, because you sometimes can be your own worst enemy. Absolutely. And the one thought that you think is not that serious could be the whole reason as to why you're down. Yeah. And so having that individual just being there to listen and willing to be vulnerable mm-hmm. because unfortunately that's, that's just what it has to be because when it comes to your health and things of that nature, you really want to make sure that you're, you're not lying to yourself to just cover up a certain blemish because listen, we're, we're, we're all adults yeah, and we're all trying to find that place of where like I, I belong I I'm doing well and I'm providing for myself and I'm healthy yeah. not everyone can say all those things no. and some people can't pull can't step away from those things because of the responsibilities bestowed upon them and so they continue to lead miserable lives and so having that outside person reaching out to somebody I mean if it's even if even if it's a therapist it can be a, a cousin a neighbor you talk yeah. to or just some i don't know if you're in school a partner that uh individuals and professor who, professor anyone that is just willing to listen to you i think that ha- having that conversation is so important because that is the day you will begin to see a forward progress in the right direction no nope. because i mean ultimately we're all just trying to get to that destination but Sometimes we need people to make sure that that's where we actually want to go. Like, yeah, hey, it's it's good to while we're in that destination to make pit stops. Mm-hmm. You know, get some gas, talk to the cashier or to the right. attendee, have the, a little conversation. Right? They're like, hey, are you, is, are you sure are this you is where good? you're really wanting to yeah. go? And like, I, I'll be honest, when when I had when people would doubt me throughout the years, I would take it as a sign of offense of like, yeah, yeah, in the sense of like. Oh, are you sure you really want to do that? And like, what do you think? I'm not capable of doing it, which I'm a very spiteful person. So I was like, I'm going to do it anyways. Yeah. But then I was like, why? I don't want to do that. Like in the exactly. back of my mind, that's what I was thinking. But my actions said otherwise, because I would just prepare and I'd just be like, well, I'm about to read like 30 cases today and do this and dissect. And I'm like, and by the end of it, I'm just like, why am I doing this again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Trying to prove a point to the person that you were trying to prove already forgot about the conversation. Already forgot about you. <laughs> Never. Didn't lose a wink of sleep, but you did. But you did. Yeah. Um, and then do you have anything else for the listeners? I would say um, be honest with yourself when it comes to your path. If, you, if you're a school person, you, it's okay to be a school person. Yep. If you're not a school person, you can, in fact, still make it out of it. I promise. We, I mean, you and I both still made it out of it. We Absolutely. went completely different routes, but mm-hmm. found ourselves in similar similar situations as of today. And um, on, just be able to be open and honest 
about what you're going through because anxiety is no joke and no. you need to ensure that you. your health is at the utmost importance for yourself because unfortunately your mom can't always make the appointment doctor appointments for you eventually that falls to you it's is mom and are, is mom still doing that no <laughs> no of course just worried just no. needed yeah, hey yeah. listen we've you know i've i can take care of okay. myself no, I, I don't think you can. i'm just saying like you know mm-hmm. people always say they're like oh i wish my parents could still do this for me and it's like yeah, right I my parents i was doing this for my parents <laughs> like but, foreign, foreign parents. right being honest with yourself and be okay being vulnerable because that will be the first step into your healing yep. and being and being okay with like you don't have to all have it together be like be comfortable with the idea that you don't have it all together absolutely because the idea that everyone that you meet everywhere has it together is never been more like false in my life than i was today after as of re, as of recent yeah and so and you don't always have the answers I and mean, that's the biggest thing even in in the field that we're we're in they always say if you get a question and you don't know the answer, right. it's completely fine because you know who to go to to, to get the answer. Exactly. And for me, it's just now uh, looking into into myself and seeing what do I want my next chapter to look like? Mm-hmm. And I've never been more excited. Aww. I genuinely I'm like Yeah, for like you. it's it's such a it's reassuring up a lot feeling. Of time. Yeah, a lot of possibilities for you. It has. And you know, it's no secret that I'm in a very great relationship, and so I've kind of been able to um, take those stresses out of that because I didn't know that, that was, there was residual yes. of that into there. But um, without going uh, too too deep into that's that, of episode. course, for sure, yeah, that's no, 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 that's a, that's its whole separate other thing. But like that, like I'm really excited for actually for the what this the rest of the year could look like for me, knowing that I have this new outlook, and oh. I just can't wait to see why well, we are definitely and I, I'm sure I speak for the listeners as well we are definitely very excited for you and your future endeavors thank you thank um you. as your sister I will support you in any way possible like I said come to me like anytime you need to it doesn't just have to be for Fortnite to get to play <laughs> for sure. um but literally just come to me anytime and I will support you in any way that I can absolutely um emotionally physically mm. That's a conversation for, for another day. We, as well. we might have to write up a contract. Right. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much again for joining us on this podcast. Thank you for having me. Like, I honestly think that it is, it's helped having this conversation and yeah. I'm okay being like, you know, a little more vulnerable and uh, saying Look these things you. just because... I don't know. I didn't know that that's what I also still needed. I still feel like I was okay, but I'm like, wow, no, I've, I'm re- ready to you know, run through a brick wall or something. I know, you right? Know? Saying, How much lighter can you get? You're going to fly away. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, thank you guys so much for listening as well to Take It From, the podcast for you and me with your host, M and co-host, Jeremy. Cheer. And uh, we will see you guys next time. Bye, guys. Bye. I hope you enjoyed listening to that episode as much as we enjoyed making it. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Take It From, spelled F-R-U-M, where you can leave reviews, good or bad. We want to hear from our loves. Lastly, I'd like to thank the app Anchor for allowing us to make this all happen. 
The Anchor app makes it so easy to upload each episode, which is then shared to Spotify and Apple with just a couple of clicks for free. Thank you again for listening to Take It From, the podcast for you and me with your host, M. And we'll see you next time. Yeah.